Welcome to our back to school episode, I guess, because tomorrow school starts. This is 21st Century Boys. We are boys in the 21st. Oh, Jesus. It's episode 35. What's up? <laughs> yeah. All right. Jack, what, are, what have you been doing? Uh, I've been playing games. Playing a bit. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. I read... Uh, read a couple of comics and we will be discussing them in depth detail today and we will nerdily correct each other if anyone uses the incorrect terminology mm -hmm. uh we recently went to des moines iowa and um what was the name of this place we went into jay's jzcd what was it called i don't know someplace at the mall yeah we went to a mall and they have video games and comics and a ton of toys yeah they had like a billion condoms but everything was like a dollar so yeah. we picked up some dollar comics and we're going to be talking about those today i was gonna do mine first today it's from may 2011 it is drawing the line at 2.99 jonah hex gray and pomiati and it's called snowblind and it's number 65 I was just telling Jack when I um, picked this up, this had to have been about the end of the whole thing because the very last page is on the DC Nation is what does it all mean, and it's from uh, Booster Gold, and it's uh, why did it have to be Bruce, Shazam, the Terror of Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Princess of War, Whereas Superman, Ask Booster, Rampage of the Creature. So anyway, this is like lead into Flashpoint, so this is really close to the end of everything so this i don't know how long that run of jonah hex ran i'm sure we could look it up i feel like the last cover was maybe um the darwin cook one uh but anyway this is this is towards the end of that jonah hex uh gray pomiati run so it was good stuff and this uh issue is called Snowblind. so let's kick it off it's obviously a winter issue which is appropriate because it's like almost 100 degrees outside today mm -hmm. And uh, we got Jonah going through the snow, and he's leading his horse. And basically, like, I don't know what this is. Is it like a tornado? Do they have yeah. tornadoes in the winter? Mm-hmm. Okay, so this, like, tornado, like, grabs a tree up. Then it grabs Jonah, and he goes, Ugh, and says a word I can't say because we don't check the explicit box on uh, iTunes. But he gets hit in the back of the head and knocked out. So he wakes up later and there's this kind of like nerdy guy with glasses. He's like, found you in your bag as well. I was driving my cattle too clear and so stupid. They'd have seen him stand there and star before figuring they got to move. Had one casualty. Lost her to the wolves, all right. That's all that was left was bones. And so he just keeps rambling on and Jonah gets fed up. He goes, what about my horse? Came pondered by the mile from where I found you. Let's just say you're faring better than that poor beast, mister. And if you look, it shows the, the nerdy guy found Jonah's horse, like, up in a tree. My name's Jonah. You staying in an outpost? About ten miles from here, about this makeshift cover, because I got wolves. So, basically, there's, like, these wolves that have been, like, making this poor nerdy guy's life really tough. So, they're going to go in and take care of the wolves. Um, he says, I gotta eat something. He says, well, let me get my gear. Where's your horse? Mountain lion killed him one night. Taurus throwed out the... <laughs> I can't even do it. Lion was so hungry. 
He also ate the wolf puss and I had my saddlebag. That's a shame. This guy just like talks on and on. Yeah, usually Jonah Hex comics you can read in about five minutes because don't nobody say anything. But this kid was like talking a lot. Broke my heart like I losing a loved one, you know. Then Jonah goes, "There's tracks, fresh ones." And the nerdy guy goes, "Over here." And then um, I did the wrong voice. Sorry. That happens sometimes. You do voices. I right, Dragon Quest Realm Six of Revelation. You play that game? No. Why are you laughing? <laughs> did I say it wrong? Anyway, Dragon Quest. And it's got this dude on here. It's a cat and a lady and a big old burly dude. He looks kind of like, um, what's that guy who was going to be the return of Boo? I don't even Oh, Oob. Oob. So he looks like Oob, paler, and all bulky. Yeah, if he was white. Yeah. All right, so they're back at the cave. So money track leading down in there and out. Don't know if we should wait out here in the cover or go in after him. Math, the more I think on it, we can't take this temperature all day. We best go on in there. Gotta be honest with you, Jonah, with these bad eyes of mine, I can't make out much. Yeah, so the guy has glasses. Figures, give me that pack. If you just tell me what I'm looking for, I can help you. I'll know when I see it. So he's digging through the guy's bag and he pulls out a candle. So he goes down in the cave. And he sees some eyes staring at him. And then he says a bad word again. And he goes, grrr, blam, blam, blam. Blam, blam, blam. And they're like jumping at him. They're like, they almost look like they got the rabies or something. They're kind of like they're foaming at the mouth. But maybe it's just because it's winter and they want to eat him and they're hungry. And he goes, arg, arg, son of a. And the wolves have ripped a hole in him. And then they try to go out. And the other fellow like shoots him with a gun. And then he's singing a really bad song, so I'll try to sing it for you a second. This is going to be horrible. Because I don't know what the tune is. Dude's just singing. I don't know what the song is. I love you like me, Mary. Dear, your heart was ever fond and true. I always know when you was near that life on nothing dear but you. So there you go. That's my rendition of whatever song he's singing. So he gives Jonah some food. He says, drink it up. This is good for you. And then he drinks it. It looks disgusting. What color is that? Brown? Ugh. Yeah, I don't know why he would eat that. And so, Jonah wakes up and he's like, how long I've been out? And he's like, round three days, you got one vicious cut. No, now I'm doing like a whole different voice. Got a bunch of scrapes on your back, but you've been fever dreaming on and off. Your body was healing. Don't worry about them bad boys. They weren't rabid or nothing. How you feel? Same as I pair. No surprise there. Ha, huh. I'm sure you scare the heck out of most folks, but you've got a wicked sense of humor, Jonah. Enjoy the spoils in front of you. You need some solid food in you. Am I eating the wolf? Ugh, I hope not. That sounds gross. Yeah. He goes, no, you're eating dare meat, which I shot because a couple of wolves don't get to it first. Wolf meat ain't good unless it's treated. And he talks a lot. Anyway, so then he's like, I gotta use an outhouse. So he goes out to use the turlet. And he... He's walking to the edge of a cliff, and it's like a couple and a dead horse and a wagon on fire. And there's like five guys around him, and Jonah's looking down at him. And they shoot the man through the head. And let's just assume the lady didn't make it either, you know, as they don't really tell us. Anyway, he gets back uh, to the camp. He says, might be too late, but kill that fire. We got trouble. What is it? What did you see? Seen five men kill a young couple. Don't know the story, but they were unarmed. Young couple, were they on horseback or covered wagon? 
Honestly, Jonah, I'm no killer. Maybe they won't see the smoke and go on their way. Sounds like they might have gotten what they wanted from them. You're no killer. What? You heard me. Killing men ain't the same as killing animals, Jonah. Men can be killed, can be reasoned with. Why don't we just prepare for the worst and hope for the best? So, then we get an ad for, what is this called? Rift. And it's got a lady with a scored, and she's fighting some kind of giant Cthulhu-looking sucker. And some, what are them boogers? Oh, weird looking. And some kind of demonic man. This looks like something my mother would have had a heart attack looking at. Um, then we go out and we're back in the, the, the wild with the people who were killing that couple. And they're like, well, you said that, what's that up ahead, Steve? I don't know, it's hard to say. And Jonah is there, he says, turn around or draw your guns, make no difference to me. Mister, I think you must have cabin fever, because you just made the last mistake of your life. So everybody's about to draw on him, and you get the glint from, uh, Jonah. And he goes, blah, 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 Blam, 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 blam. Kapow, kapow, kapow. Oh, that dude really got jacked up. Look at that face. So all these guys shooting at him. Of course, they're not worth a darn. They hit Jonah once. He's bleeding a little. And then blam, 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 blam. And they're all dead. And there's money flying and dead and blood and guts and poop and pee and all that mess from dead people. He says, please, why are you doing this? Wait, you're Jonah Hex, aren't you? Please take the money, take everything. I have more money. I'll pay you not to kill me. And Jonah goes, "This one's on my house," and he blows him, blows him away. So he takes the horses that are left, because some of them didn't make it, and goes back to that nerdy man's place. Jonah, and uh, Jonah passes out, probably blood loss. I'm assuming because he got shot. And back in the cabin again, and Talkie McTalkerson's going to talk up a, a steamful, so we're just going to skip that. So he wakes up and goes, You got any whiskey? You're awake. You were shot in the shoulder, you remember? Huh, thought so. What was you saying about God? Nor that, just talking to myself. He was, he talked like 2,500 balloons. You can go when the mountain uh, allows and lets you feel better. And he says to the man, I see you got your cattle in order. Having the horses helped. You still got my bag and guns. Yeah, everything is as it was. They say God places the heaviest burden on the strong. I believe that to be true, Jonah. Believe what you want, but remember, it's a man that let you live for tomorrow, not God. So I'm like, what? I thought they were like buddies. I mean, he saved him a couple of times. But here's the here's the whole thing. He gets there out in the out in the field. He pulls a wanted poster, and it's that fella that says wanted. For murder and arson, reward $400. And I guess he decided to let the fella go. Because he sets it afire, lights his stogie, and uh, it burns up. And that's the end. So that guy was a wanted criminal. And the whole point he was out there was as a bounty hunter to catch him. And then, uh, I don't know what this is. It looks like some brightest day stuff. Just stuck in the back. I'm not going to go over it. Nope. Prologue to War of the Green Lantern. He's good looking. Ed Bennis, Jeff Jones. It was a good issue. Uh, Jack apparently just passed gas on it. Because he, <laughs> didn't, he didn't care much for it. Was it. Pretty good. Yeah, I thought it was a pretty good issue. I always liked the, that era of Jonah Hex because um, it's one of the few comics that, uh, even though you usually get a different artist every issue, 
for the most part, they were one and done. Some of them might be two issues, but usually it was one story and it's good to go. So that was the one I read. Jonah Hex, number 65. Good stuff. All right, Jack, what you got? I got this comic. It's called Media Man, a hero for our troubled times. Okay, now that's one I saw and said, okay, Jack, you got to check this out because this was a, a movie. And um, looking at you. And this is this was in the superhero post suit. I can't remember if this was in the superhero boom or just post the the original superhero boom or if it was before the superhero boom because mm-hmm. there was like the first one with Batman eighty nine. Yeah. And then there was the one that happened when like Daredevil and X Men and all the Marvel movies come out and then it died out for a while. Mm-hmm. And then it came back with you know like Iron Man. Yeah. I don't remember what year does this say it came out. It said it came out. See. Let's see. It looks like the '90s logo. Dang, it doesn't have a spot. I'll put the 1993. So, oh my gosh, this is after the initial superhero boom and way before like X Men. This was like this came out when there was nothing coming out. It looks like. Mm, yeah. So looks. <laughs> we get to it. Get to this page. Yeah, Rocky D, the dinosaur extraordinaire. Extraordinaire. And it's talking about he eats rocks, but they're not rocks, they're fruits, kiss snacks. That's stupid. Anyways, we get to this, and Meteor blows into the moon, and then it, I guess it deflects off that, bounces onto Earth. Starting in Washington, D.C., the story begins, we got our main guy waking up, and it says, ring a ring and his dog looks really creepy. It does. Ruff, ruff, ruff. Who drew it? Robert Walker. I don't know that one. And Stanley proudly presented this one. So, you know, oh, this of course. Is classic. Yeah. You know, it's Stanley. Yeah, minutes later, yeah, he wakes up and he sees Mr. Moses pulling out like the, his toupees. <laughs> it's like, what do you think, Jeff? Great, isn't it? Like, uh, well, I heard you're Billy Holiday and wondering if you want to trade records. He was like, nope. It'd be like cutting off my own hand if I trade my records. And he's like, all right, see you later. And he, he seems really concerned about these, but he's like laying them on the ground, like half out. I know. So I don't know. getting all thinking. scratched up. Yeah, but the dog like pooped on it. Oh, goodness. As we get to school, base elementary, they got, they're singing choir. One of the girls looks like 40, uh, but apparently she's a kid. <laughs> and then we get out there, and two teachers talking, walking down the street. And then we got these two blonde guys. Which are evil. And then this one guy says, I ain't crossing the street. And he gets out of the way and crushes this, like, thing the blonde guys were trying to sell with his shoe. And then they try to beat him up. Mm. But they just walk away. But they say, we'll see you real soon. And as we got main guy driving away. And he got no gas. So he goes to the bank. And... Then we go to this class coming, and he goes to his mom because his mom's at the meeting. So he interrupts this meeting to ask his mom for money to get gas, mm-hmm. and he gets it, I guess. So he runs over, and his windows are broken, and he does a bunch of, he says a bad word, and says, ee, and he looks over, and we see that this guy with the red hat is, like, holding this lady's mouth, and... She's saying, oh, he's saying, leave her alone. And they're taking the, her money. So all the blonde guys, apparently there's like 50 of them. They come chasing after 
the guy trying to save the day, and he hides in the <laughs> he hides in the trash can. Oh my gosh! And he looks like scared as crap. And he says hours later, and he says, "Close is clear. Nothing but a homeless man." But then the meteor that crushed the moon mm-hmm. flies into him, and they, he says, "Somebody help me!" And he turns green for like five seconds. Yeah, it burns all his clothes and off he too. Falls off. Ew, that looks gross. And then, yep. We get to the hospital and it says we got severe burns on eighty percent. Respiratory is spir- sporadic. Yeah. And suddenly we see like this green thing coming out. Of Arm, which looks disgusting. Yeah, it looks really gross. The doctor's like, what is that? Nothing, doctor. Nothing at all. And then we got the doctors, the blood lab, they're like checking up, and they see that the blood is pink. Yeah. Yeah, and they exclamate Jefferson Reed, which I guess they didn't know it was his. Or yeah. Like, but whatever. Yeah. They find out that's that... And then he says, what's wrong with my face? He says, I thought this one was badly burned, but he looks perfectly fine. Yeah, he looks normal. And the other doctor's like, he was suffering from third degree burns. I was here when he was admitted. I saw the burns, but there was no scar tissue. How did that happen? Yeah, it all came off. And he's talking about how it's due to stress, apparently. Mm. (laughs) He got burned because of stress? Yeah, and then the teacher, the main guy, is like, Hey, uh, no, that doesn't happen. There's something about books, skin reversing scar tissue, and you sh- it's like, you should read more. I'm smarter than you. Oh, that's rude. Which is like their doctors, so I don't know what they're talking about. And then he's telling the doctors about a meteor, and he's like, oh, the likelihood of you getting a hit are like a billion to one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get hit. And then he gets in his car, and he drives away. You get back to the blonde guys talking, and they bring a bunch of blindfolded kids over there, shine this light at them, mm-hmm. and get back to it. The main guy's house is like picking up all the couches on the furniture, mm-hmm. and the guy with the busted up records is like, "When's the last time you got date?" <laughs> I don't know. I guess he's so strong. Yeah, he gets them, and then. He's looking at this book, and that's gross. And he, uh, <laughs> so so I had somebody in like a kind of a revealing outfit. He was looking at an issue of Jet magazine. It was like a pinup. Yeah. Yeah. And then we get over. Anyways, they said he has superpowers because of the gross thing. Mm-hmm. You get back and this old guy's like, this neighborhood is going to hell in my day. And then the blonde guys all beat him up because he's the one that broke their, like, test tube thing. Yeah. And then he goes over and he's like, oh, it's his dad. Okay. What happened? He says, those golden lords is what happened. Oh, they're called the golden lords. And then the Probably because they're golden hair. Mm-hmm. And as he gets him, dad's still in a wheelchair. The golden lords come over and they start beating him up. Yeah. And then suddenly they show a car crashing into him. Mm-hmm. But then the car seems normal. He's like, this isn't over yet, Reed. He like gulps up. I'm not sure what's going on. I'm not sure if we just don't see it or like it didn't actually happen. Right. Like, I just can't tell. I was confused when I read it and I'm still confused. Yeah. 
You get to hear. Yeah, it's like it hits him. Yeah. And then there's and, and then they normal. and they they pull all away. I'm just assuming maybe was there another car? Like they fall out, but then they're back in. So I don't know if it's due to his powers. But as you read on, they don't talk about anything like this. Yeah, this is weird. So I don't know. So yeah, so it shows the car hit him. Then it shows the car's front crashed. Then it shows them drive off. And then the next page, it's got the car and it's fine again. Yeah. That's really weird. I don't get that either. Anyways, the next morning, they're in the car and they're blasting him with lasers. Yeah. And he just deflects them off his belly. Mm-hmm. And they, like as they drive jelly. away, they don't see it. And then he jumps up onto, like, this pole. And he's, like, really high up. And he's like, Mario, did you see that? I didn't see nothing, man. Did you see that? Nothing. Didn't see nothing. So I guess they're so scared about him jumping mm-hmm. that they just drive away. Mm-hmm. And then he's Jeff. That's his name. They're at his house. And the mom's like, what do you think, honey? And he's like, I don't want to be a superhero. And that costume was ugly, which is it was ugly up to say. Even well, yeah, it true. was rude, I guess. It's just like a white costume. It says M M&M and M on the front. Yeah, yeah. For me, for Meteor Man already. You're gonna get sued for that. Yeah. And we go over to the Golden Boys. They have a meeting, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, he just flew away. He's trying to sketch. He's like, get out there and get him." And then later that night, we see they're like watching a show. Mm-hmm. And the mom's like, Meteor Man. And then they're all like, Meteor Man, hooray. And one guy takes a picture of him. And then he's like, I guess he can see through stuff. Yeah. So he's like looking through. Oh, that's the ace of cards. He could see some eggs. There's some eggs. Uh, I, I can cook these eggs. <laughs> yeah, being weird. And then he says... After this, I'm out of here. And he just starts floating kids. That's so weird. Because they're like, wee! And they're covered in like slime or something. Yeah. yeah. I assume it's just supposed to be the powers, but that doesn't Like protoplasm. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's weird. And then get over and you got this girl in the ambulance. And then this guy's like, I've known her for 12 years. This doesn't make sense. It's like, Mr. Moses, what happened? I saw the whole thing. They just beat her. Don't you worry. Something's going to be done. Oh, man. And then he gets his suit, and it looks, like, pretty nice. And it looks all right. Mom, yeah. His mom made it. He's it like, looks better than the real one You did that's good, on the cover. Mom. Now it's my turn to do some good. He starts just flying, but not flying high enough to go through the streets. He's just flying in the streets. Yeah. And that white guy is, like, very surprised. And that girl doesn't even exist. Uh-uh. And that guy's shocked. Oh, that's a nice picture. Page panel. Mm-hmm. And they say, over the past in weeks, the D.C. area is patrolled by the Emerald Avenger. Oh, and nice. the world will never be the same for him. Is he green? I mean... Like the outfit? Yeah, it's like green and gray. Oh, okay. I wondered why the Emerald Avenger part came from. Oh, what and is he doing flying, there? And then these two guys see him, and they're like, smoke him! And he's just yawning. Oh, he's yawning. I thought wow. he was licking his fingers. <laughs> it does look like he's licking it's his like, fingers. It's like, why is he licking his hands at him? Yeah, I'm pretty and sure. And it's going, pating, pating. Yeah. And then he's, after he gets shot, he's like, now can we out talk? Oh. And then we get to the Golden Boys, the Golden Lords. Golden Lords. The Crack House. 
Oh my it says, gosh. It's a crack house? They're all talking and they have like their pants down and I'm not sure what's going on. What in the world? And they're like, oh, we got a meeting tomorrow. We'll be there. Even though half of them are like passed out. Why is he passed out with his pants down? That is messed up. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on with yeah, that. That's really weird. I don't Anyways, like that. We got this guy who's pretending to be the meteor man. And he's like, I don't believe it. He just took credit. Mm-hmm. And that Janet Farrow's little fine lady. The Francis. Right. Like, great. My rep gets tarnished and all you can think about is, okay. And then we get to this page. And this newsman who apparently is working with the Golden Boys. <gasps> at their crack house? Yeah, at the crack house. is like, a billion dollars gone. I can't. I'm so mad. I want this taken care of immediately. Mm-hmm. So they're working for this guy. And they said they want to make a contract on the man. Mm. Oh, nah. They say when they want to kill him. One million alive, two million dead. They're trying to capture him. Goodness. And, okay. We get to the news reporter. And they're standing in this garden. And they're just talking about the garden. And, okay. She says inappropriate stuff. Well, that's not good. And then he's like, oh yeah, I'm going to do that thing. And then we get to the next morning, and the dog is now talking. That dog is weird, too. They do not explain why he talked previously. There's nothing to explain how he understands him, but he just can't. Maybe meteor people can talk to dogs. Meteor people can apparently do everything. They showed, like, five different powers he has, and now he's, like, three more. One of them is talking to dogs. That's pretty wild. So he's like, oh, yeah, the dog's like, your uniform is gone. He's like, stop talking crazy. I guess it's normal now for him to talk to dogs. He's like, look, it's right here. I'm telling you what's going on. And they show Zuma up his eye. Like, oh, yoinkies. Yep. And then they get to outside the mall, which apparently we are aware of. The, that guy's not a bald. Uh, he's bald, so he, is he a golden lord? Uh, maybe. Okay. And they're like, oh, we got him cornered. Two million, here we come. He's not at the mall as far as we're aware, so I don't know why we're supposed to think he is. Did he have a mask oh, on earlier? He did not. He, I didn't think so. So I think we're supposed to assume he like made up a new uniform. Okay. And that just includes a mask. Because he felt weird. Yeah. So apparently the event was at the mall, so I guess we're supposed to know that. I didn't see anything about previously, but whatever. Mm-hmm. So he's going out, and they see the golden guys, and he's like, nice tights, dude. And then he shoots somebody in the butt, and she screams. Five minutes later, the guy's gun goes away, and then they see him hanging out with this lady, Mm -hmm. and so he zaps her in the butt. So she she thinks the golden boy hit him, Mm -hmm. and so she she hits him in the face. So funny, and he's like yawning while he's. This is so weird. This book is wild. And then he starts flying. And they're like, did you see him take out those golden lords? He's too cool. And then they start leaving. And he's like, oh my goodness, I can't move. This one guy's watching. He's like, nah, shoot. You're going to make fun. You're going to make this fun, aren't you? And later that night, this is a long story. I destroyed all the crack houses in Green Street. I'll be doing the same thing on Orchard tomorrow night. How do you do the same thing if you destroyed all of them? Okay. He can move really fast, too. And then the Golden Boys apparently are back, and they start shooting him, and he deflects them all with his hand. Yeah, he can, like, catch each bullet. Nope, he didn't. 
his hands are bleeding. Oh man. Uh, oh no, my powers are fading. And suddenly he's in the bed. Apparently the Golden Boys didn't kill him. Mm-hmm. They just kind of let him sleep. And now the dog doesn't talk anymore. Which doesn't make sense, but now the dog's just woofing. And mm-hmm. he gets him out. Like, that's a strong dog. It is. And then the Golden Boys come into the door. Which, why didn't they get him previously? I don't know. Oh, he was but wearing they're like, oh, he's not here. So they left him. That's so stupid. So all they did was the dog hit the guy behind the couch, and they didn't think to look behind the couch to see if the guy was hiding. Yeah. That's and whack. He's like, very well. It's just a matter of time. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. And he's just hit, hidden. Mm-hmm. And then they're looking like, sup, man. You had us worrying for a while. And they're talking about his powers disappearing. Yeah. And the girl's crying. Oh, she she loved his powers. She I guess. loved his powers, uh-huh. and he's like, "If they want me to leave, then I'll go." No buts. I can't be responsible for this. If I stay here, the lords will keep destroying the neighborhood. Oh, and he throws his shirt, uh-huh. and then he packs his bag that's like half the size of his body. That's insane. And then her name is Squirrel. Apparently, he's like, something's about to happen. Her name is Squirrel? Yeah, he says, yo, Squirrel, something's about to happen. Oh, boy. And then we get to him getting beat up by the Golden Boys. Again. Again. And then the lady that got slapped in the butt starts throwing potatoes at him. Is that his paw? I think it might be. Yeah. He's like... Oh, dang. He got hit by a potato. Gets hit by a potato, and the meteor falls, and it starts going everywhere. And they both touch it, and it explodes. Oh, and they turn green, and and it says, Wadoom. He's like, oh, I guess I got my powers back. But what about Simon, the golden boy? Oh, he's going to be super evil now, He's like super evil, and he crushes his car. He's like, now I have the power, too. He starts beating him up with like pipes, and he deflects him with a pipe, like a tire iron. And he says he's gonna take over the whole world, mm-hmm. which isn't something he said he was gonna do earlier. Yeah, but he, he changed, changed his mind. Now. He now changed he's got, his mind. He's a master of kung fu. Yep. And then he tries to run away on the car. It's that same car again. It's the same car that got bumped previously and, and exploded. He just kicks it away, and then he grabs him and throws him, and he's like, "Help!" Instead of using his powers, he's just being dumb. That is dumb. Like, comics make this look so easy. And then he grabs his kung fu book, says, Oh, Simon! And then he does a kung fu kick at his Look, back. and he's like in jorts all yeah, of a sudden. he's in jorts because his pants got ripped from the explosion. That's and he hilarious. he flies kicking, and he kicks him in the face and punches him, and then holds him by the tie. He's like, so much for conquering the world. And then, uh, apparently, we're supposed to know that after 30 seconds, he doesn't have powers. Uh-huh. Which isn't something we knew, but whatever. So now, he still has powers, but he doesn't. Why? <laughs> Who cares? So he only gets powers for 30 minutes at a time, or 30 seconds at a time? It seemed like all day, but now he only has it for 30 seconds. That's ridiculous. And now he's getting beat up, and he gets thrown onto a building. And he says, I'm going to get back to where I left off. Because apparently he was just beating up people. Yeah. Which he wasn't doing previously, but whatever. And then suddenly he gets the suit. (laughs) He just goes back into him and punches him in the face. And now he's naked. Yeah, he's topless. And and he's he's got a little bit of pants. But that's it. 
And like some socks. And then apparently he can drain his energy by holding his head. So he does that, becomes green, becomes normal, and his dad's going like, "You dig? That does not look like the same." He's had like four dads that have not looked the same. He's like, "You did good, son. You're a real hero." He's like, "No, you did good, Mrs. Harris." Cause she oh, that's the, the mom. She's the one that threw the potatoes. Why did she got? Oh, that's her upper lip. It looks like a mustache. It does. And like you guys are the real heroes. That's not great. And then this, his mom. I guess I'm not sure who it is. But he's like, "Thanks for everything, Mister Reed." It's a kid, I guess. Yeah, I think it's a kid. Oh, it's Squirrel. Oh, is that Squirrel? <laughs> no need to... Th- why is she so short now? I don't know. Whatever. She says, no need to thank me, Squirrel. And she's like, please just call me Monique. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what was he calling her Squirrel? I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? So she gets back to class. So I guess it's a student. Why would you call your student Squirrel? And she looks at this paper and the meteor landed in Arizona. He's like... Well, let's go to Arizona. <laughs> I I don't know what you thought, but I thought that was kind of bizarre. It was really weird. And it says sixty four pages, no ads, based on the Robert Town. It was a long issue, based on the Robert Townsend MGM June movie release. I kind of want to see this movie. This looks wild. Yeah. We're gonna have to see if we can track this movie down. I love this, uh, not commercial, but ad in the back. Be a zit fighter and get your own X-Men collector comic. And it's got some kid, because he has Stridex, he joins Magneto. <laughs> so if, if he's a zit fighter, he, he like is a bad guy? Apparently. That doesn't make any sense. All right, that was fun. Um, well, thanks for listening today. This was our, uh, our uh, back to school, almost September episode of... 21st Century Boys, thanks for listening. I am uh, at I was Joe on Twitter and on Blue Sky. And I'm at N underscore Garlic on Twitter. And uh, if you want to reach out to us at the show, it's 2-1-S-T-C-E-M-B-O-Y-S, 21st Century Boys on Twitter. We do not have, uh, well, we have an Instagram. About all I ever post there is pictures, though. Because they don't let you do links. Mm. Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll see y'all later. Bye.